I'm like, I d- I'm just trying to find some legal goat milk. Saturday, <laughs> Omaha. Eat this. Well, hi, everybody. This is Dave with Saturday Omaha. Um, this is another food recognized food episode where we get to talk to people in the restaurant industry, uh, restaurant owners, chefs, uh, hospitality workers about um, what they like to eat. And uh, I am sitting with Joe and Jeannie Patak in uh, Ted Wally's in Benson. I'm actually in the ice cream parlor right now. If you have not been here, it is a wonderful place to be either here or in their downtown location. Um, and you can always find uh, good chocolate and vanilla ice cream. But the most fun part is a rotating selection of awesome daily flavors. I get a look at the menu right now, which if you're not following them on Twitter, you should because they kindly tweet their flavors every day. Today, we also have coffee, salty seahorse, black licorice, which I like black licorice, so this is a good thing, peppermint patty, lemon custard, dark chocolate, ginger peanut, blue moon, sweet potato pie, pomegranate sherbet, a vegan vanilla bean, and a Shirley Temple sorbet? I didn't see that earlier. That's awesome. Also kind of fun in the Benson location is Taste of New Orleans is here, um, and so you can also get uh, tasty seafood and then get some ice cream for dessert all in the same place. But enough about that. Let's get into talking to uh, Joe and Jeannie. Joe and Jeannie, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I am doing really well. Um, And so it's good to be here. Thank you so much for um, everything. First of all, taking your time out. It's a weekend today uh, to talk to you. Also, I'd like to thank you just from the Fatterday audience and, and myself personally for all of your support. Um, you guys uh, interact with us a lot on social. We did the uh, Taste of Omaha uh, a couple of years ago when, when we were able all to be next to each other. Hopefully that gets to happen again. And, and you were one of our uh, sponsors out there and uh, just really appreciate you and appreciate the wonderful ice cream that you guys bring all the time. So, so thank you very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, cool. I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Um, tell me what's going on at Ted and Wally's. Well, right now, uh, like I said, uh, Taste of New Orleans. Uh, that was uh, new in July. Uh, they'd been parking down their food truck out at our old market location for four years now. Um, the anniversary for that was just uh, a little bit ago. So it kind of came up in the Facebook memories. We shared that with Lee and Montoya. Yeah. And kind of had a good like, oh yeah, it's, you know, we've been doing this for a while. Um, so it's really cool to have them in here. Um, it's definitely made a difference uh, you know, with uh, COVID numbers. Uh, you know, our numbers are obviously down, but we've actually seen numbers at our Benson location be better than last year uh, with Taste of New Orleans. You're bringing people in. Wow, good. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. And and so and it's also Ted Molly's 35th anniversary going on right now too, right? Yeah, in the, our 35th year in the old market. So. Oh, 35th year in the old market. Okay. Yeah. And about how long is the the Benson location that we're sitting in? Uh, how long has it been open? Give or take a little bit. Yeah, we're about five years right now. Okay. Okay. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So it's it's nice to have you guys available in a couple of spots <laughs> throughout yeah. the city, and and should note as well that the flavors are different. Um, in the the Benson location in downtown. So always keep an eye out because you might have to either stop at both places or maybe one has has your favorite. So (laughs) that's cool. Anything upcoming going on at Ted and Wally's that's, you know, coming up or anything looking forward to that's happening soon? Oh, we're putting together uh, for the 35th anniversary, we're putting together some uh, 35th anniversary gear. So we'll have some hoodies. Nice. um, New hats, uh, new shirts, uh, new thermals all with a uh, 35th anniversary logo. 
so it'll be kind of a limited run for the year and then after that uh we go back to the regular apparel so yeah gotta grab it while it's here that's yeah. awesome so are those available in store online where where can we get those uh we'll have them in store uh probably coming this spring so we're just kind of finalizing everything awesome um and then yeah launch in the spring and have them for the rest of the year. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, so come in and get your Ted and Wally's gear, and then you can get a, a pint to go, or make, maybe you need a half gallon to go. Um, I, when, uh, when COVID kind of started, uh, you guys really adapted very quickly. You started doing you know, curbside and delivery. Um, I actually got some ice cream delivered. Um, it was wonderful. Uh, mm -hmm. I believe I got grape nerds that time around. It was delicious. <laughs> um, my... Uh, my daughter um, asks all the time, she's like, well, do, do they have cotton candy or grape nerds today? Those are her two favorites. Um, but uh, the delivery service is really cool. So um, that's awesome. And uh, the staff has always been uh, very helpful. You guys have set everything up to be COVID compliant and things like that. And so uh, safe ice cream eating is a, is a good thing. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, cool. Um, well, let's, uh, let's branch out into the, the food recognized food portion of this. So um, I'm going to turn this back over to you as well to kind of ask you, where you guys like to eat around the Omaha area. If I were to bump into you on the street and say, you know, hey, Joe and Jeannie, where, where should I go around here? You know, give me, give me some of your favorites and tell me what you like to get there so people know what's, uh, what's tasty. Well, I've got two kids, a seven-year-old and an eleven-year-old, so that um, <laughs> it, you know goes. We eat a, a lot over um, uh, here at a. Um, really introverted so mind you um at the pizza place we that's my son's oh virtuoso virtuoso yeah. yeah so i'm trying to go we usually i mean it's usually we get like the special whatever they have so we always get something different every time there it's always good right because so. they have like a they do like a cheese a pepperoni a meatball all the time and then they have like a specialty slice that they yeah, yeah yeah and we usually go for the specialty slices so yeah no it's pretty fun that's we awesome yeah, that. yeah david losole is doing doing good things over there and those uh, pizza slices are ginormous so i mean yeah they're enormous yeah and, yeah, yeah you can probably probably feed a kid with one slice because they're so big so. yeah no exactly yeah, oh, yeah. that's awesome no, that's awesome fun. well where, where else do you guys like to go uh so we do uh yesterday and today we did uh breakfast so we go uh yesterday we did saddle creek breakfast club oh yeah uh that was kind of our spot pre-covid hanging out on the patio uh with our daughter a two-year-old and she loved their little side of fruit you know and then uh we would get uh, i would get the burrito and uh, jenny likes saddle creek standard breakfast yeah. And then uh, today we did uh, Corporate Cafe in Midtown. So those oh, are sure. kind of yeah. are both uh, two breakfast spots for us. Um, we always get the uh, breakfast sandwich. Uh, and I've been known to kind of drop into the quiche. And uh, they have a new one that's just uh, the regular breakfast. That's uh, just, you know, potatoes, uh, eggs, bread, um, either ham or bacon. But uh, yeah. Um, oat milk chai, large black coffee. And then they have a donut case. So we've always got to get a donut for Emma. So she's going to eat a whole donut, and then Jenny and I are going to split a donut, and Emma's <laughs> probably going to have a quarter of that donut as well. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. The the breakfast sandwich down there, is that the, the one that's on a biscuit and the with the different, is that a croissant? or? What's uh, it? It's on, uh, oh, it's kind of a bun. Um, I, I don't really know what it would be on. Uh, but, oh, sure. you know, ha uh, uh, cheese, egg, either ham or bacon. Nice. Um, I think... Uh, might be a little aioli spread in there, you know, but yeah, it's, it's super good. We, we dig it. Yeah. They make some really, really good food down there and, and good coffee and, uh, yeah, just, just tasty stuff. And they were doing, uh, delivery here at the beginning of, of COVID and all those things too. And yeah. I sent some, 
like pretzels and and things to the house and oh their their food's delicious so that's that's really awesome yeah they had that really cool uh surprise box or whatever they're calling it yeah we said that to a few people where it just shows up and you open it up you don't know what you're getting but it's all good right <laughs> right yeah not a bad thing in there for sure for sure yeah. awesome well where yeah. else now those are both places we go pretty regularly too my kids especially colfort cafe we yeah. go there quite a bit um but uh yeah my kids are uh half japanese too and they've been kind of spoiled one of their uncles owns a sushi couple sushi restaurants in in vegas and brought in one of the oh top chefs from japan um, so, no, it's been kind of funny, especially with my daughter, Ayana, from a very young age. She's yeah. very, she has like a taste like I don't have. I can't always tell the difference. We've uh-huh. been some places where sushi was served and she will refuse to eat it. Oh, my goodness. Um, but she likes uh, Sakurabana and Yoshitomo and uh, loves that. And she yeah. that's the good sushi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, she, if she's digging Yoshitomo, you're, you're in good company there. So <laughs> But yeah, she's very particular. A good discerning palate at a young Yeah, age. no, but more so than me. So it's pretty funny. I mean, that's been since, like, she was, like, five. She's just, like, we refused to eat, like, American, you know. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. She wants the real deal. She's like, very, she likes the authentic. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Um, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Where yeah. else? Any other spots for, for lunch or dinner? Or, or, you know, do you do you ever traverse other ice cream places around town? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I have to do different ice cream places. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, Zesto's on North 30th up in Florence. Yes. Yeah, yeah we love yeah. Zesto's. Yeah, do the, um, the drive through and then there's a park right up the way uh, in Florence, and we just hang out there, and Emma plays on the playground and then runs up and eats our ice cream and then nice. runs back. And, uh, so, yeah, it's really great. I like the uh, vanilla uh, ice cream cone with the uh, French coat. Oh, so yes. Butterscotch and then rolled in all the candies. Oh, my yes. goodness. So, yeah, it's super good. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, and like Dairy Queen doesn't do crunch cones anymore. So that's awesome that Zesto's is, is doing yeah. that. And I, I got a malt from them the other day. And, and Dairy Chef, tasty. too, is great. I oh, mean, yeah. I think that's like kind of like when you make a certain kind of ice cream. Uh huh. You secretly kind of crave like the opposite, like you know, sure. soft serves. <laughs> like, well, right, because you, I mean, you guys do the you know twenty percent butter like fat, heavy. you know, super homemade. Yeah, and sometimes I, you you know you just you know like yeah. try different things. Yeah, well, I change it up a little bit every once in a while for sure, for sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, cool. I mean, we've got a lot of good places. Like cone flour, obviously, is really excellent, really good stuff. You bet. Um, you know, oh, yeah. one, of the, one of the things kind of fun about the ice cream places in the local area, you know, if you if you eat cone flour, for, for me, it's it's a little bit of a sweeter ice cream base than than the Ted and Wally's, um, and then like Grayley's is kind of even the opposite. It's a it's a little bit a uh, little less sugary, and I'm not yeah. sure what the butterfat percentage difference is between all three places, but it's cool because you like you said, you can travel and you kind of get these. Different it's consistencies, different. different flavors, and, and well, just the process kind of is up, different. So. I think not only the recipe for the base and the style is different, but yeah. the machines we use are different. It's it's a different process, so it of course yeah, it comes out a very different ice cream. I so. mean, you guys have like the official like super duper churns like running over there all the time, and and uh, I mean because some some of that equipment's been around for quite a long time right over so. 100 years yeah they're antiques so yeah it's different than a lot of the <laughs> do, do they just keep you know running well on their own do you have to maintenance them a lot or um like, yeah you gotta right you gotta maintenance them you gotta uh, <laughs> loop them up every time you use them so we take them apart put uh heavy grease uh vegetable oil grease between the gears and then we have a spray of vegetable oil grease that we uh that we use for the drive shaft 
Um, but yeah, every few years you got to take it apart, uh, you know, clean it up, uh, get the rust off, repaint it, uh, new bushings, um, and sometimes new parts. And other times uh, it'll be, you know, Fourth of July weekend and the machine will break. You oh know? no! <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got to move quick. Um, but uh, yeah, you don't. It's basically me working on them. Uh, you can't you can't call a, a company to come out and fix it. Right, nobody's you know, seen nobody, it. Nobody nobody does this anymore. Yeah. Um, so, and then uh, parts, too. I have to go to uh, Row Machine Works down on uh, 18th and Ogden, and you know, I take them a, a gear that isn't as bad as the gear that I need, uh-huh. and then they'll you know, cut it out of a steel block or, you know, all that wow. sort of stuff. So, um, then we've also had parts uh, where they use, uh, you know, a sand cast and then cast the part yeah. um, so we can use it. So, they've, they've, been a, they've been a great help, you know, having somewhere that, that still can manufacture, you know, uh, cast iron parts and aluminum right. parts and you know it's, it's yeah because cool. there's, there's no off the shelf anything yeah. for that so <laughs> yeah, i'm not walking into an ace hardware right <laughs> <laughs> yep well and, and that's so awesome that you guys have, have really kind of main you know maintained true to that you know uh that type of building up of the ice cream and you guys have the churns in both locations and things like that so that's awesome definitely labor of love you know to make sure that those things are keep going and maintained and whatnot well, cool. Well, um, anywhere else around Omaha Metro that you guys frequent or would recommend somebody stop at at any oh, point? So many places. I'm like, I don't know. I like Shema's African. I like Lollibella. Oh, Go, yeah. like, we like that kind of stuff. I mean, Sawin Thai, of course. Like a lot yes. of staples. <laughs> I don't know. We feel like kind of like steak people. Like I, you know, we love going to like the Drover and Johnny's. And sure. <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. I mean, you bet. You bet. What yeah. do you guys get down at uh, Sawin Thai? Do you have a, have a favorite down there? Uh, I mean, like, Drunken Noodles, of yes. course. I mean, I think that's my favorite. I'm kind of like... Um, yeah, I like the, the Mossamon curry. It's kind of my run. Yeah, I go for curry, different curry sometimes, yeah. too. I do like, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. I can't go there <laughs> with my kids, so that's a special treat. My kids are uh, have a, a food allergies to peanuts and tree nuts, so oh, yeah, Thai, taking thai. the Thai. Yeah. But no, it was kind of funny because when we first found out, there was reading, of course, and they're saying the most dangerous places to eat are... Uh, ice cream parlors and Asian restaurants. And I'm like, okay, so I've got Japanese kids with an ice cream parlor, but you know, it, <laughs> but I enjoy that stuff on my own time. It's good. For sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, Falling Thai's Drunken Noodles are, are awesome. I, I absolutely love them. They're, they're delicious. And, and Lalabella, um, wow, that injera bread and all the food that you get there and you just order the little, the combo thing. And exactly, yeah, we always get the big combo yes. plate and it's so delicious. Yeah, you, yeah. you get your plate and eat it too. And it's it's so filling too. It's delicious and and oh, the flavors are, are fantastic. That's that's a great recommendation. Yeah. Well, cool. And I think yeah. um, you know um, Olivers. I get a lot of takeout from there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like I like wings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they've got a lot of like really creative new things on their menu and stuff too. It's actually that's awesome. It's pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Olivers has come come a long way from. Yeah. <laughs> they really way, way back when they have an outdoor patio and they finally got their kitchen roll in and. So I remember Olivers early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, different different scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so. and it looked like they. Uh, I think they kind of somewhat recently painted the whole outside. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. They did a great kind of... mural on Saddle Creek Road there. So yeah, it looks. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's a good spot. That's cool. So so the wings are. I haven't had the wings there. So wings yeah, are good. Yeah, I like. I like. Yeah. Awesome. And, and you mentioned like... kind of some new menu items. Anything that pops in there that, um, that you noticed? They just put in like a new poutine. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't tried that yet, but I've heard it's really good. So that's one that came off, but. 
Yeah, I've been kind of watching their Instagram, and they've had a lot, a lot of new, yeah, definitely that's redoing awesome. their menu, so that's kind of fun. That's, that's always cool. I, I like it when places post, you know, what they're doing on Instagram or Twitter, so you can see it. It kind of gets people excited about it. It's like, oh, hey, this new thing's coming out, and so yeah. that's cool. Well, good. Well, I'll open up a little bit to, to national and the world. Um, are there any <laughs> places that you have been outside of Omaha that kind of have stuck with you that you've been to at some point? Um, ice cream. I always eat ice cream, of course everywhere we go um our style of ice cream is actually upstate new york kind of style but okay. really we use like more egg yolks than anybody of course got the highest butter fat in the country but it's kind of based on that like yeah really heavy thick uh um but my favorite place so far has been sweet Mel- melissa's up in ithaca new york okay. and it's just a little ice cream place and i like them because they're very unpretentious um, which I think is kind of how we are too, which is kind of like, we yeah. don't like put it it's all fun. whatever, yeah. but the quality of the ice cream is just like amazing. You can taste it. And I kind of love that they don't like advertise that or make it a big, you know what I mean? But they yeah. have lots of really fun, creative flavors and you can tell the quality is just like, it just blew my mind. It was really, really good. And they have like a whole, uh, bakery and stuff too, which is wow. a bunch of amazing stuff. And, um, so yeah, if you're ever in Ithaca, that's a great, great place to go. I think. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I, would, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I was up in Maine, um, and we had uh, a lobster ice cream up there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was super good. It was like the base was kind of like kind of like your butter dish, you know, and then little pieces of lobster hanging out in there. Wow! Um, so yeah, I really like that. You know, just kind of really, you know, you're not you're not gonna find lobster ice cream no. probably anywhere <laughs> but Maine, maybe. Right, right. So. Oh my goodness, well, that's cool. Any anywhere else in your travels around that? Uh that have stuck oh, with you and have sticking, been good places? Out, uh, little man in uh, Denver, um, and that was like in the Denver Union Station. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, one time took a train from Omaha to Denver, got off, and like, oh, the Union Station's incredible here, and they actually have commerce going on and, you know, great restaurants. Then, yeah, little little, uh, little man ice cream is a, is a Denver staple out there. That was pretty good. Nice. You know, kind of like going to the soda fountain at Union Station, uh, down in, in uh, downtown Omaha. Oh, here, sure. You know? Yeah. So kind of that same same feel, same sort of historic feel. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, Any other spots come to mind? Yeah, I think most of my traveling has been overseas, weirdly. So oh, sure. <laughs> well, the, I really like Russian the, food. Well, sure. Yeah. Now this is, okay, so this is cool. So so what did you bump into in Russia that was good? Because I, I, I am not any type of expert in Russian cuisine. So... <laughs> I don't know. I like, you know, I like a lot of different things. I really like their salads and all that. So I'm making that at home, coming back. Um, I'm waiting for some, you know, oh gosh, uh, Benson Bounty makes this uh, 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 tomato jam that's just like so good. I was like, this is like one of my top new favorite foods ever. Nice. It's really, really good. Um, So, uh, but yeah, I was like, kind of joking about that because you can't get pine cone jam here um and that's one of my very favorite foods ever it's so good and um you can't even get it i can't think where it is one of my friends we were looking for caviar one time for making ice cream and it was Uh just really bizarre all the places that always have it like always have it no one had it oh went all over town so i ended up calling one of my russian friends who called his family and they're like they're like there's this convenience store way out in west omaha and in the back 
you know, gas station, and in the back there's a little Russian grocery. What? <laughs> yeah. Where is, the, is this still there? I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, I drove out there. I wish I could remember which gas station. It was like, you know, just like a sit-go or something. It was just what? like totally bizarre. <laughs> but I went in there and they had like, yeah, all the stuff, head cheese and everything, but um, they didn't have pine cone jam, so... Oh. I was, yeah, I have never seen it anywhere. Um, So, yeah, but it was just like I was saying, Benson Bounty needs to start making pinecone jam because other than pinecone jam, that's like my other one I other, but I think it's kind of funny. That's two of my top favorite foods are both jams. Yeah, that's that's cool. I I have honestly never heard of pinecone jam. So this is I would love to make ice cream out of it. It just like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just the flavor is just so amazing. I was kind of wondering, does it, I mean, does it have a, 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 a piney like, like it has a like piney taste and it's like got little like uh, young pine cones in it yeah and yeah you just spread it on toast and use it for like other things you would use for jam how cool is that yeah oh, that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> well cool well and see now now I gotta do two things now I gotta find out if this gas station still exists and if there's a Russian secret Russian grocery <laughs> in the back of the gas station because I, I was there I mean I can probably I can ask and find out what it what the address was it, I just remember it was way out Find that, send me a message because I I am super curious. You know I'm, I'm super curious about <laughs> this. You know if there's a password you need that you know you walk in the gas station and be like I I need the Russian like you say borscht and they let you in or like I don't know how that works. Well, I mean, Omaha's yeah. wonderful like that. There's some other hidden places. He had was bringing up some place that I I haven't been there. God, I worst goldfish memory. But yeah, he was saying the same kind of thing. You could get all this stuff in Omaha that you can't get anywhere else in Omaha, and it's kind of like a, a kind of a secret kind of thing too. This guy will get you like any kind of, you know. I think at the time it was like yuzu when it was harder to get, you know, um, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so he started making yuzu ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was pretty funny. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But he's like, he he won't sell to just anybody. You gotta be like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like this Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Dying. That's awesome. Well, well, especially if you're, you know, and if you're going to make ice cream flavors, I'd be like, listen, you know, your, your, your guys' resume on what you have put in ice cream is legendary and long. So I think if they needed, like, you know, like, listen, here's what we've put in ice cream before. We need some new stuff. Like, <laughs> so so I, I'll, I'll delve into ice cream just a little bit because I want to, what, what is your guys' like thought process or, or, or how did the new flavors happen? I know you have a back catalog, I think, from what I understand. You guys keep track of everything that you've done, but how did the new flavors occur? You guys just think of stuff and you're like, let's try it? Or like, how does that work out? I guess when we first bought it, there were like 108 flavors and now there's over 3,000. Oh my gosh. So it's been a lot over the years, but I think it's just been, um, you know, for myself, it's like if there's a food I really like, yeah, I'll try to make it into ice cream. Um, there's been times we're doing a lot of it's inspired by doing collaborations with a lot of other local bakeries and farmers and stuff like that over the year uh we get lots of calls and you know like from different farmers especially where they're like we have a bunch of this can you use it and and sometimes it's something you would not normally put you know and i'm always like pretty much always sure (laughs) and we find some way to create a recipe and to me it's really important no matter what the ingredient is to make a really delicious ice cream out of it you know I don't like to just make things weird just to have it weird I want to have it sure taste good like I mean I think one of our good tasting flavors was one we did with smoked salmon for Lent oh wow um, I think it came out really good, personally. Yeah, but that was good. We did. We had a customer that came in and special ordered a few gallons of it after because he likes it. That's <laughs> but, awesome. I mean, for the people that were willing to try it. But, That's you awesome. Know. Well, yeah, you guys put together some amazing combinations, and they're they're always fun. And I, I always like how the menu 
daily is diverse too. You know, it's like, oh, there might be a beer one and then a candy one or whatever. There's yeah. always you know, some interest happening there. So, well, speaking of interest, um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about food memories um, and things, you know, from your childhood that, uh, or whenever, um, that, that really kind of made an impression on you. And I'll, I'll give you an example of mine. Um, so uh, when I wasn't feeling well, uh, my mom would make uh, just a, a runny egg and some butter toast, cut it up, mix it together, and that was kind of my, my feel-good food. Like, I, I still enjoy that. Or cinnamon rolls. My grandmother would bake cinnamon rolls, and my grandfather and I would play dominoes, and I'd eat a cinnamon roll, and that's just, you know, kind of at my core, you know, some of those things that I really kind of, you know, pull me back, or, or my grandmother on my father's side would make an oatmeal raisin cookies, you know, oh, and yeah. that's just kind of one of those things. So, so Joe and Jeannie, I'd, I'd like to know, is there anything that uh, kind of takes you back, tugs at the heartstrings maybe a little bit, that is, is at, at your food soul, if you will? <laughs> uh, for me, you know, uh, Grandma used to make, uh, she called my blue, blue plate special. She had the, the old China blue willow plates. Yeah. Um, but she would make uh, macaroni and cheese, and uh, I'd use a ton of butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for sure. Butter, it was really yeah. rich. Um, and then she had a cast iron skillet and she'd fry a hamburger oh, yeah. and that hamburger flavor is like just super good. So, yes. So I've, always, so I've always had kind of affinity for that. Um, the only time I've really gotten that kind of flavor is uh, like Stella's and oddly enough Don and Billy's for some reason reminds me of Grandma's hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I hear you about Stella's too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Stella's and then Don and Billy's just has that. But it's seasoned the grill that's been used forever. And, and yeah. So it's Don Millie's specifically on Saddle Creek and in, uh, in Farnham. So. Oh yeah. Well, I was I was talking to uh, Chef Paul Urban from Block 16, and he brought up Don Millie's too. Is like he's oh, he's like me. he's like don't don't knock Don Millie's. It's a delicious burger. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah. The the double Don is you know that's yeah. Uh, Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. That's awesome. Good. I mean, Stella's shoot, that cast iron is, you know, almost 100 years old, I yeah. think, and there's a lot of burgers come across that, that mm -hmm. grill. So, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, just it's different. Stuff, yeah. and, you know, I think, you know, Grandma's frying pan not only being used probably for a whole bunch of different things, so it had, you know, different flavors in there, but I, I think Grandma's get some type of, like, I don't know, some, like, virtual seasoning that just happens when you get promoted to Grandma where everything just <laughs> yeah. tastes even better or, or something <laughs> like so. that. So. But yeah, I never thought about that. I mean, I love the taste. I use so much butter and everything, but I was thinking about that with Grandma at one point. I'm like, why does all her food, like her fried chicken, was just like, like the best I've ever had. And yeah, I love yeah. her cooking was really good. But you know, I probably really, she uses real butter, and that was back in the '80s when everybody was using that nasty like oh, safflower margarine. margarine and all that. It's like, oh yeah. please. Yeah, like I can't believe it's not butter. Like I can believe it's not butter. Like yeah. let's get the real thing here. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I think I'm that way with ice cream too, because it's. I think. It's so much, there's been so much of the, the chain places and grocery store ice cream and all this kind of stuff where they keep costs down. They don't use heavy cream. They definitely mostly never use eggs. So it's like, yeah, it's that kind of like margarine kind of, it's like modified vegetable oil, you know, they're yeah. using mono and, and diglycerides. It looks really and strange like, when it melts for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the non-fat milk yeah. solids and it's kind of got that same kind of, I don't know, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. yeah. I've I had ice cream a... that didn't melt. It's like, 
it was warm, but it was still in the form yeah. of what it was. Yeah. yeah. And there's like corn syrup instead of oh, sugar, yeah. which, I mean, there's there's things with the texture. I mean, with the, using sugar, it's harder to get it really smooth than it is, you know, with the corn syrup. But I just, I can taste that corn syrup. It's like oh, kind of this overly sweet, like yeah. weird, I don't know. Something's just off here. <laughs> anyway, I'm going off on a tangent yeah, there. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so bring it, bring it back. We're sitting in an ice cream parlor. It's okay but to I, talk about I ice cream. But I always like when people talk about the time, we're using these hundred year old machines too. So a lot of the, a lot of the places now that do the hard serve that are really doing like the really quality from scratch, a lot of them use gelato machines on top of it to oh. really get that like creamy you know what I mean so we're using these you know hundred year old technology (laughs) (laughs) so I mean we kind of have to use like really like real cream and eggs and all that to you know um but um gosh now my mind I I don't don't change your process I the the texture is good you know I I you know I'm not sure how much I know there's like an air ratio and ice cream yeah we keep ours really low but I think to me it's like it's kind of a like flavor versus texture and trying to get all the best that you can so I just kind of for me when I developed the bases I did it like how I like it including our frozen yogurt um, we use uh, local we use local made yogurt from and uh, it's got more of a tang yeah. Um, which I like. I mean, but there's other places where they, there are other people that want their frozen yogurt not to taste like yogurt. But, sure. Um, my, I mean, our, we grew up with our mom making yogurt all the time, so I like oh, awesome. I like the taste of <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I do. Too. So, I do too. but no, I was thinking with, with texture-wise, I was thinking about like it's kind of like a Velveeta cheese versus like real quality <laughs> cheese. No, it is because yeah. and it's it's kind of it's not kind of it is the same difference in ingredients too with ice cream. So yeah, the Velveeta's is like more like totally consistent, super creamy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's using the same ingredients used in that cheaper ice cream that also comes off like that kind of slick, smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it, I think it's kind of re-educating people too on uh, what their gets people. I think get a certain palate after they've been eating a certain thing a certain way for so long. But um, yeah, I'm not saying it's all like. One way is wrong or right, sure. but just recognizing, you know, recognizing what it is. You so. know when people are, are using the good stuff for sure, and, and you know, you, you know, you come in here and get ten Wallies, and you're you're gonna leave happy after eating that ice cream. It's a very satisfying ice cream oh, to thank eat. You. you know, it's <laughs> it's it is it is worth the uh, the calorie intake because it's delicious. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think even de- when I developed the keto, which only took me six years. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a trickier one doing it without sugar for sure yeah. but um yeah it was the same thing i just i couldn't find any sugar-free ice cream that i liked mm. anywhere because it always had that aftertaste and they were always too icy you know yeah um and so i wanted it to be really they were always like low fat you know and i'm like you know nobody you know this isn't dean ornish like we <laughs> be like really heavy fat and yeah. uh and then not have that aftertaste. So I worked with it and worked with it. And with the freezing point, it's difficult with ice cream. So I think, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably very different depending on the ingredients, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, without and, the, the sugar really affects the freezing point. So it was, you know, it's difficult to get sugar-free ice cream not to be icy. And, sure. um, yeah. And then, yeah, not have that nasty sugar-free taste yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You don't want an <laughs> ice cream aftertaste. And, and, Unless it's the, the, the Ted and Wally's, I think it was the uh, bacon and French toast. 
if that maple bacon flavor just sticks around for a while, that's that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That there's it's so funny because you know you guys post those things daily on Twitter, and every once in a while there's one of those flavors where it's like, man, I'm driving down. Like it's gotta happen. So Aww, you know. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for being so yes. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Makes it fun for us. Well, yeah. any any other food memories from the past that uh, stuck with you that are just you know. I was just thinking that the other day we were drinking root beer and I was like, miss dad's root beer because I've never had root beer that was that good. He would make his own root beer. Oh, wow. And there's just nothing. I've never had any crap. I've never had any root beer that was that good. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I think when our dad made ice cream too, which was, I think that was a lot of where my palate came from developing the bases for here. It was like that really heavy New York kind of eggy. I mean... Homemade, homemade ice cream is always going to taste the best because you can use raw eggs. But sure. um, we don't do that here. We have health standards. Yeah, but right. I still love the taste of eggs in it. And so, yeah, I think that made a big influence, definitely. Well, that's awesome. So, 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 so since your father then was making root beer, making ice cream, yeah. whatnot. Okay, so... Yeah. I just realized I put those two things in the same sentence. Did you ever root beer float that ice cream? Cause oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. So did did that really start to kind of spark a, a passion for, for food and ice cream and things? Because your folks and your, your grandparents were cooking? My dad or, made or? ice cream and our grandma would feed us ice cream. Or my mom was more... Yeah health food um, like my both my parents were like really big on gardening and they had okay. like a huge my dad came from farming family yeah. and so um, they were really big on organic food my mom was one of the first people to help start up a co-op food co-op in Omaha really um, so we were raised with all that like going out we went out drove out to a farm to get our milk and cream so <laughs> we grew up with like a taste for that like the really heavy yeah, um, like unpasteurized <laughs> glass jar like this the top would be the, the cream that separated yeah so we were yeah. very fortunate oh. we grew up with like really good cheese really good dairy <laughs> like, yeah. yeah good meat um yeah lots of uh yeah fresh vegetables like from the garden so yeah. i think that's i think that does like shape your palate you for know sure. when you're doing stuff later for sure. for sure i mean especially when you're getting things you know straight from the farm and and things like that and i i think it's been neat that the i think the food culture in in the u.s and and certainly around omaha definitely is you know has shifted a little bit to where you can start getting the you know at the farmer's market you can get you know butters and honeys and and things like that are more readily available where it's you know not just you know the like you said the the supermarket shelf whatever it's like you yeah. can get these local ingredients and mm-hmm. and uh you know you know plum creek farms you know, opened up a, a store out there so you can get their chicken and there's you know there's these meat producers and it's just it's really neat it's really neat to to it's, be able to get that stuff, yeah you know? i know that yeah like a shadow brick farm we get um which uh, we've made a goat milk ice cream but that for a long time you couldn't get local goat milk it was illegal i remember I mean, we had a the guy coming in to uh one of the maintenance guys coming in and he kept asking me all this like weird stuff and i was like i was making ice cream and i'm like what are you talking and then i finally figured out that he was trying to see if i'd make pot ice cream and i was like <laughs> forget pot i'm like I d- i'm just trying to find some legal goat milk and so yeah they finally find so we finally got a nebraska farmer with it well he has pasteurized goat milk so we make 
goat milk ice cream occasionally. I'm, I, uh, one of my favorite flavors to make is a, uh, I make a salted uh, Cajeta cookie dough ice cream wow. using their goat milk and stuff. And we use, uh, um, we have three different goat farmers that we use uh, for goat cheese and stuff that we use in a lot yeah. of our ice cream too. So. That's so fun. Yeah, I think that was too growing up. We had a lot of goat cheese and goat milk and so I really, I was really excited about that. Right? <laughs> for sure. I, I, had, I had no idea that, that it was not available like that for a while. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh, awesome. Well, cool. Well, um, before we kind of start wrapping things up, anything else that you guys would like to talk about? Food anywhere? Anything? Anything going on here before we kind of close her down? I think just on the, you know, the way we grew up, it's definitely more available now you know, through yeah. farm table delivery. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, local Lone markets. Lone tree foods. Yeah, um, it's just Yeah, really... I feel like that whole network is, and with local chefs supporting it as well, is helping to build that. Uh, so that, it's cool to see that go on. Yeah, yeah. we you know go go to a meat locker somewhere in the middle of Nebraska, get a side of organic beef when we were kids, load up the freezer. Now you can go. Yeah, you can get it and you know, get it at a farmer's market. And, you know, yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, so much. I mean, it's easier for us with making ice cream too because before all that, I mean, we started first with farm table and then we got on with Lone Tree, but. Um, before that, it was going out and getting all this stuff like in like a million different places, and I'm right. like, this is so nice. And yeah. um, they've added some others, like we get chocolate for our chocolates from uh, Sweet Menu, and so that's nice. That goes through Lone Tree now, and um, we get our like uh, caramel, and she, they're making peanut brittle now too from Ooh. a perennial homestead. Um, oh, so we're gonna we're gonna have some peanut brittle ice cream coming out here soon, made with their peanut brittle. Awesome. Which. Uh, uh, Duffy, who was making it that day, uh, texted me, and he's like, this is the best peanut brittle I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, so you're eating it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like, why, why is this just vanilla ice cream with nothing yeah. in it? Like, where'd the peanut brittle go? Yeah, yeah we, we get that sometimes. You have something really good, like, you know, we need this whole cheesecake, and you go to get it. You know, to put it in the ice cream, and there's one slice missing. <laughs> and I'm like, who, who ate the slice? And we need the whole... <laughs> Oh, Lithuanian bakery tort. Yeah. There's always a piece missing. <laughs> like a piece. I, I mean, that tort is so good, and then you guys throw it in your ice cream, and it's like like instant tort a la mode, and it is. Oh my heavens, that's delicious. You guys run that flavor every once oh, in a while. Oh, going on time. another tangent, like um, one of my favorite flavors I ever made that like did not sell at all because people were like, "What the hell is this?" Um, I made a kvass. Are you familiar with kvass? Yeah, 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 yeah. I made a kvass ice cream, and I made kvass from Lithuanian bakeries. Their their black bread, and that bread is so thick and heavy, like it's just like you know. Yeah. Um. So I had made it before with other, but when I made it with theirs, I was like, oh my gosh, it was so good. It was like the best kvass ever, and I was super happy with it. And I was kind of afraid making it into ice cream because you have to re you know reduce it, and I was afraid the flavor, but. Yeah. Oh, the kvass ice cream, I think, came out so amazing. And I was so proud of it. And no one would try it. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, how do you explain it? You know, you're kind of like, it's kind of like kombucha, but with bread. You know, it's like bread <laughs> pop. And people are like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah. so, 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 fatter day pro tip for Ted and Wally's. Listen, they have taster spoons, people. I, I try it, okay? Like, <laughs> please. So, Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it, one of the things you guys, uh, I'll, I'll take this tangent. Um, one of the things I think you guys do really well is when you say something is in the ice cream, if it's nerds or it's cotton candy or, or the tort, um, 
the the ingredient is not lost in the ice cream base. It it works really well. And if you get the tort, okay. you get a piece of tort in your <laughs> ice cream. It's not like you just blended it up and it disappeared. You're able to highlight the ingredient and it's like, oh yeah, you know, nailed that thing. Or you know, the nerds the 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 one that I had was Grape Nerds was the most recent one. And you've got this awesome grape ice cream and there's actual nerds in there and uh, you guys are just able to to do that so well. You know, you figure out the, uh, I guess the, the mix in size or dice or whatever, or how you do it. But uh, you guys nail that every time. So yeah. I just, that's Thank super you. Cool. And I think that's important to me, um, you know, working with, can we do like the M's Pub carrot cake flavor and uh, Culprit Cafe's uh, pistachio cheesecake. I mean, those are things where I went out and tried it and I was like, oh, this is amazing. We got to put it in our ice cream. <laughs> but I, I, it's always a little bit like nervous because you want to do good by that chef. Like I want this ice cream to be deserving of like this, you know, so we do our best, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the last, yeah. you know, you want it to be as good as what, you know. So. Joe, do you, do you have a, a favorite ice cream that you guys have done or anything just real quirky that you're like, you know, <laughs> this was awesome or? Um, oh, we have, you know, we have so many. Um, one, I guess one that I did that uh, was a while ago uh, was chartreuse Edsel. And it yeah, came, like came from a story that somebody was telling me about, uh, you know, they were back in the 70s, they were drunk and they were driving and, and they were, they, they hit basically like four cars on their way home and left oh. a streak of color and then put their car in the garage. <laughs> He's like, and the, the cops knock on my door and say, hey, we know you, that you did this. And you know, you got, you got this white streak going down all these cars. He's like, no, I, I drive a chartreuse Edsel. <laughs> and I was like, that's the perfect ice cream name. And so it ended up uh, being uh, white chocolate covered pretzels, you know, for that white paint and the, the crunch. And then, uh, yeah. um, and then uh, uh, a green curry in there uh, to kind of get that chartreuse pretzel. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so. and, and not only a, a, a crazy ice cream name, but a but a good band name. I think. I think I'd buy a chartreuse pretzel <laughs> probably... CD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I I truly thank you both for for your support, your time, um, your wonderful ice cream. Um, and uh, and opening up Ted and Wally's for for us to set up what is essentially a recording studio in the in the middle of this thing um, at uh, at good mass social distance of course um, but uh, <laughs> I, I really appreciate your time and, and everything oh, thank thanks you. for interacting yeah. with us on social too we, we love you um, and uh, it's it's always a good day when you you know when you drop into Ted and Wally's so um, awesome well Joe Jeannie thank you so much for your time. We're going to close it down here for this uh, Saturday Omaha Food Recognized Food episode with Joe and Jeannie at uh, Ted and Wally's. In this case, the Benson location, but try them both, uh, Benson and uh, Old Market. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll see you guys in here or your fine staff for, for an ice cream cone soon. So thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you All so right. much. Yeah. Dave here about to give you those locations from this Food Recognized Food episode with Joe and Jeannie of Ted and Wally's. Those Russian groceries? Oh yeah, they exist. Mega Saver, a gas station convenience store at 1910 North 144th Street. I drove there and I verified. They have all sorts of things there. And apparently there's a couple more around town as well. 
Let's real quick give you the locations outside of the Omaha area. Sweet Manu at 2510 Randolph Street, Lincoln, Nebraska, 68510. Sweet Melissa's, 200 West Seneca Street, Ithaca, New York, 14850. Littleman Ice Cream, 2620 16th Street in Denver, 80211. And back to Omaha, Benson Bounty for that tomato jam at 6915 Evans Street. Dairy Chef at 3223 North 204th in Elkhorn. The Lithuanian Bakery, get that tort at 5217 South 33rd Avenue. Virtuoso Pizza, get it with some hot honey at 6056 Maple. Saddle Creek Breakfast Club, 1540 North Saddle Creek. Culprit Cafe Midtown, 3201 Farnham Street, and you can also find them on downtown right about 16th Street as well. Sakurabana, 7425 Dodge. Yoshitomo at 6009 Maple Street. Zesto's gets you a tasty malt with some extra malt at 8608 North 30th. Coneflower Ice Cream, 3921 Farnham. Chima African Cuisine at 5060 South 107th Street. Lala Bella in Jarebread for Days at 4422 Cass. Saul Tai, many locations around town, but the quintessential location, 1102 Northwest Radial Highway. The Drover for a whiskey steak at 2121 South 73rd. Johnny's Steakhouse in Omaha Classic, 4702 South 27th Street. Olivers at 1322 Saddle Creek. Stella's gets you a big old burger, maybe a Stella's staple, at 106 Galvin Road South in Bellevue. Don and Millie's, 4430 Farnham Street, recommended by Joe. Oh, yeah. And Chef Paul Urban as well of Block 16. So there's two recommendations for that for you. M's Pub at 422 South 11th Street. So there's your location wrap up. Try some of these places out. Find the Russian grocery store in the middle of a convenience gas station. Check out these fun things and other things around Omaha. So much good stuff. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. A Huda Media Production.